Welcome to the Slam Radio Podcast. And now, good morning, amigo. Good morning, everybody. And good morning to you. Oh, here on Good Morning Amigo, another day in paradise on Slam Radio Series XM 145. Morning, Frank. Morning, sir. How are you? Doing good? Doing fantastic. Now, give me a second. I'm going to run over there right now. What are you going to run over here for? I'll give you batteries because you're always, uh, um, we have a problem. I, I, I'm, I'm surviving. We're, we're, we have, we're, we're addicts. We, I think we need rehab. But am right? I, am I echoing? Coffee. If I'm not echoing, I'm fine. No, no, you're good. You're good. We're fine. Okay. Fine for right now. We're addicted to Cuban coffee. So, yeah, we tried to change format a little so we could sneak in some more coffee. It wasn't we, our fault, though. I know. But what we do in the morning is we, like, we have coffee meetings, right? But any chance for more gratuitous coffee, then, then we're in a good place. We went for the more gratuitous coffee. And that's fine. Dude, the thing is, is when you, when you do things from habit, Right, like for example, I'm used to having these earbuds, and you're right. I'm trying to be cool and whatnot, but once you get everything situated, if you want to throw a couple of batteries my way, it might be easier for me. I don't know why I have to be in ear for that. It doesn't matter. Um, but any chance for Cuban coffee and Cuban stories, I'm all in. I'm all in. And here's the catch, right? It, the, <laughs> funny enough that it teetered with a theme that I wanted to bring up at some point in the show. I didn't think I'd open the show with it. Uh, the notion, guys, that we typecast ourselves when we protest or rally around something we, we, we believe in or are against. So what is it that I'm trying to get at? Um, I've talked about at length about what went down in Miami Lakes the last two weekends. Totally understandable that some people like it, some people don't like it. It doesn't matter whether you like it or not. It's your right as an American to assemble and do that. Now, the two cops that take a picture with Trump, Frank, talking about coffee, one of them was borderline a coffee buddy of mine. I used to have coffee at the same time he did, and many a conversation, Mr. Uh, Officer Rodriguez and I entered in. The guy's a stand-up dude. Mild-mannered quiet dude he gets shuffled in this mess now because all, all he did was take a picture with somebody that supposedly had according according to zabala who's the miami-dade police dude alvaro zabala not supposed to do that and i can understand why you're not supposed to do that by the way god bless but now now this officer gets in the mix there and it's not fair it's a good guy. It's one of the good guys, man. So I hope he doesn't have anything negative happen to him because of it. It's just brutal. Brutal. We just live in a land that everybody's offended by everything. So now all of a sudden somebody gets offended by this and it gets brought up. That's the only reason why it was, it was probably brought up to the attention of the chief that, that this took place. So this morning we went to go have coffee and I probably took a new frame that I matted. Just, just this morning. Which came out boss, by the way. Not bad, right? Came out beautiful. Not bad, right? Yeah, really nice. Yeah, I'm actually going to rethink some of my strategies in some of the other frames. I think that came out nicer than the other frame it was originally in. Yeah, no, there's no doubt. It brings out something. It brings an essence of the picture out. We're talking about my military flight picture. The entire flight in a picture. All 50-something of us. And um, I like to stump people because I... Put the picture down or I'll point at the picture and say, if you find me, I'll give you a dollar. 
and nobody finds me. Very rarely, right, Frank, if I had to estimate a number, probably one in 30, one in 40. Yeah, it's pretty close because I haven't necessarily seen anybody get that correct. Seen three, but it's three years. I've seen three do it, and I got to think more than 120 people have tried. Always have people do it. It's like kind of funny. We haven't done it in a while because I haven't hung it up. But So I take it downstairs to our coffee group, ironically. I lay it down, and I say, okay, let's see who finds me here. A couple people find that, and I told you this one person was going to find me because I've known, gotten to know Lewis over the last three years, and he's very astute, like he, he's observant. Mm. So he took a little longer than I expected, but he looks at the picture, looks at it upside down, looks at it. Uh, he goes, if anyone is you, it's this one. He points right at me. But we go crazy, whatever. So I'm talking about my experience in basic training. And then Lewis chimes in. He goes, brother, we, we all have our stories. He proceeds, the reason we were a little late is because he proceeds to share with us a story where he's 18 years old. Imagine these seniors, right? They just got out. They're hanging out, right? Some car, whether it's a police car or, or some sort of, comes and picks you up and takes you away. With no warning, no warning. rhyme or reason. Guess what? You're now in the military. Oh, man. Three and a half years he spent including 11 months cutting sugar canes. He had his life. He had a girlfriend, 18 years old. Hard labor. So hard was the labor when they were cutting the canes. Sometimes people would cut themselves on purpose so they could get a couple of days to rest because they, they just couldn't keep up with the pace anymore. Wow, man. That's devastating. So I laugh when people say, the last people who should be demonstrating are these Cubans. You know, there's a couple people that I've seen him prolifically saying this. One in particular who's a friend of mine. I'm not going to out him, but, like, there's another perspective to this, whether we agree with what they're saying or not, right? A lot of times, if you can remove that from the equation, you can understand at least the purpose. Um, they ran away from something that was oppressive to have a voice. And whether we agree with their voice or not, they're allowed to have it. And quite frankly, so does that officer who takes a picture. Whether he agrees, he said in the article, I'd take this picture the same way I would take a picture last week. And I wish there was a picture last week of him taking it. I, there's probably not. No, there's probably not. It paints him in a negative light. I don't think he's in that negative light. I've known that guy for a long time. I'm telling you, we're boys and we hang out and go to Christmas parties together. Many years... Sharing the window, ordering coffee, talking. How are you, officer? Bought him coffee a couple times. I have this whole thing about buying police officers coffee. At least you can do. No matter what you think. I don't care. You know, don't at me. There, I said it. No, dude, because like there's a large percentage of the police officers are pretty good. And there's a percentage of them that suck really bad. Yeah, I agree. So whatever. Like it's, I'm not going to speak in generalizations, so to speak. Can you imagine three and a half years just poof, gone? Perspective. Perspective. It, it kind of minimizes the fact that we bitch and moan that there's no sports right now, right? But the thing that you said about some good cops, some bad cops is the same exact reason why the thing that bothered me the most about the protests that were going on, whether they were peaceful or not, is that you have certain people just walk up to cops and start cursing at them and flicking them off for no reason, no apparent reason. You're taking out the action of one cop on another cop that has nothing to do with it and just kind of there just to make sure that the peace is kept. 
And that's the thing. That's one of the things that were bothering me the most. You just saw constant. And then, and then the video that came out of Miami that happened right on Biscayne Boulevard, right in front of Bayside, with the guys with the skateboards bashing the cop car and all that stuff. That was pretty. Made the cops look bad. But after you're getting attacked as a cop, they only went after the people that went after the vehicle. So after that happened, then you're leaving them no reason to go after the crowd. But then you have others jumping in and try to fight and punch and stuff. And it's like, why? There's no reason for any of that. Kind of retrain. You got to change mentalities, change mindsets. You don't defund the police. You just don't do that. No. And the chaos that seems to ensue around all of this, which is not really ensuing anymore, uh, does speak in volumes to a group that's upset and angry and tired. And I'm not justifying the actions, but I am saying let's take it at face value. And for whatever it's worth, it's, it's worthless if you just dismiss it as being such a negative act. If you look at it even remotely for 30 seconds with an open heart and open mind, you realize that it's a cry out for people who don't feel they have any other options because they're frustrated with a system that continues to oppress them. Whether you agree with that or not, I am simply vocalizing the mindset of one with that perspective. I'm going to try this route when I talk about these things. Not including myself in any perspectives. I believe I'm trying to clarify the view of this. And I'll still get lambasted somehow for something. Let people have their opinions. And you can have yours. The problem is, is when you're that person that thinks that you're... Look, Frank, you and I have different opinions. This, the hell with you. And, and I think you're an ass because your opinion sucks and it's not mine. So then what makes you think you have... What makes me think that you have to respect my opinion? There has to be a mutual respect whether we agree or disagree. Why do people lose sight of that? Is that so difficult to understand? Because it's not really. Just thank God that you're not getting swooped up at 18 years old and spending the next three and a half years of your life cutting sugar canes and being at the disposition of a communist government. The prime of your life. Those are three and a half years that here in Miami, here in the United States, you go to college. Or you sign up for the military, which is going to give you benefits in a career. There's a lot of people that are ignorant, though, and they, you tell them something like that, and they kind of roll their eyes, and they're like, yeah, right, kind of deal. But Perspective, look, there's a video, kid. There's a video that happened, and it happened live on ESPN a few years ago when ESPN was back in Cuba of somebody, I guess, that was protesting behind the ESPN cameras or something like that. And live on camera, you see a car pull up, they throw them in the car, and they drive away. So this is something that that, that happened on live television. I think... Uh, uh, Bob Levy or something like that was doing a report on Outside the Lines, and that happened live. And they even went and showed it on the camera. They look, this just happened moments ago while we were on break. It's just troubling that we choose what perspectives we want to look at. That angers me because I'm great with looking at the perspective that we're dealing with today. I'm not so great with the assumptions that are made. Like, for example, if you're white and you're silent, you're guilty. Like, come on, guys. If you don't think this is a touchy subject for some people who may not be there yet, give them the benefit of the doubt that they're trying. Mm -hmm. And for whatever their mind work or however it works and whatever's in their heart, I know what's in my heart. So I'm not going to worry about what's in someone else's heart. What's in my heart is very clean. But there's some people who don't have that. Maybe becoming self-aware now. This happens every couple generations where we become racially aware. 
Happened in the 60s. Happened again in the 90s. Think about it. They're shoving down the LA riots down our throat on TV, on national TV, on primetime TV. I got it. I understand. I remember. Funny to see those interviews. Perspective is so different. So if we understand that things change as years go by and perspectives change, then if you're trying to change how people think, you have to accept that their current perspective might suck. And attacking them for it isn't going to get them to be more vocal or more ready to listen to what you've got to say. This young generation calls guys my age boomers. You know what I think a boomer is? I don't represent a boomer whatsoever. I'm the furthest thing from a boomer imaginable. Well, you don't act like a boomer. Listen, yesterday we did a Zoom call with a bunch of guys. Some of them are going to be part of the station moving forward. Mm -hmm. Kind of a cane Zoom call. It was great. Great energy. Yep. Shout out to all the boys there, right? Derek Coe, Brad Tejeda, Marshall, the gang, all of them. I don't want to forget anybody. Jordan. Jordan Nelson's there. We'll, we'll have him on at 1020 today, by the way. Right. And it's just funny to see their perspective. And they say, so we can watch this on Facebook Live. Do you, what's your Facebook? And I laugh. I go, listen, dude, I'm not a typical boomer. Facebook's not my place where I hang. I go, that's where old <laughs> folks hang. I go, I like the gram. I like Twitter. I don't play like guys my age. Most of my friends, if they have any social media, it's, it's Facebook. Some of the more savvy ones create an Instagram and another tie. But, and that's it. That's all you get from them. They'll post once every two weeks or something. I don't have the perspective like that. Like, I don't think that way. But if you ask me what a boomer is, boomer's a guy that, you know, he sees things old school. You know what I mean? And he may have a southern drawl representing what region of the country he's from. Well, quite frankly, he can be from the northeast region, having gone to Oxford as a kid in the 70s. It could be whoever you want it to be, bro. Perspective. That's, to me, what a boomer is. So don't make a generalization and assume. Let people be who they are and accept them for that, even if it's completely different and opposed to your belief system. There are some people like, if you think this way, I can't be your friend. Yeah, that's crazy. Come on, bro. That's crazy, man. <laughs> Come on, that defeats the purpose. Don't you realize that that's actually what defeats the purpose? The whole American way is to be able to get along. What do we, with all due respect, do we have to have national tragedies for this country to, uni to unite, to be unified, to be together as one? Yeah, but it lasts for five minutes. Land of the free, of sudden, home of the brave. Gets again. That's what happens. It happens with hurricanes here all the time. We did it People here hate each other. Yeah. You see it on the street. They treat each other very rude. It's out of this world the way people treat each other. A hurricane comes for three days. Everybody's very lovey-dovey. Everybody, oh, do you need help with this? And, and you see a sense of relief on the attitudes of everybody on the street. But then it goes back to normal four or five days later. It's the same thing that's going to happen here. Yeah, everybody's rah-rah, BLM, go, BLM this. Everybody's rah-rah right now. But what's going to happen a month, two, three, four from now? Everybody's going to forget once again, and then something else is going to have to happen in order for us to reunite once again. Think this. And we're going to go to break. I've, I've, of course, I've blown through it. You must understand that People are not like you. And I'm speaking to anybody who's listening right now. People are generally not like you. You are a unique being. 
And that unique being doesn't have a structure, doesn't have parameters, doesn't fit in a box perfectly. Everybody has their own belief systems. Okay? Now, you may not want to be friends or associate with a scuzzball, but if the person has opposing views of you, but is the nicest person in the world, you have a beer with them, you get along with them, then all the power to you. Why do we have such a hard time understanding that? Why are we unable to break bread with people? Why do we have to be confrontational? Why have we mistaken having a voice for being an asshole? It does not give you a right to be an ass. Or a whole one for that matter. We can't be freaking nice. We can't do good. How hard is it to do good? So if you don't want to do good, do good the right way internally. Don't judge people and let people be who they want to be. Whether it's a gender thing, whether it's a race thing, whatever the hell it is, let people be. I don't want anybody messing with me. Bleep out of my face. I am who I am. I'm going to be who I'm going to be. And if you don't like it, don't let the door hit you where the good Lord split you. Bleep you. But for crying out loud, does every conversation have to be the one where, and trust me, I have friends on both sides of the fence that do this, which is why I live so comfortably in the middle. I have my opinions. There are very few of them that make me upset. And other than that, I accept that people have opposing views. And you should do the same. So if people are rallying in Miami Lakes about something you don't agree with, okay, no problem. They're exercising their right as Americans. Let it be. Move along. Don't be petty about it. Move along. Keep your minutes, just keep living your life. You do you. You do you. Because I'm going to do me. Be surprised how much I agree with most people. Because funny enough, I think I'm, I don't want to say I'm smart enough, but I'm astute enough. The things that are most right on both sides are the things that I agree with. Makes me a moderate. Good. Also, I have a stronger opinion about college football and baseball than I do about politics. Does that make me a bad person? Not in my eyes. So if that makes me a bad person, then the bad person I am. Then say hello to the bad guy. But th if that's the case, then we live in a society where you can't win. Then just be you. Be you! It's upsetting to me, bro. That's all I'm going to say. So accept people for who they are. If they want to protest, let them protest. If it looks wrong, it's probably wrong. That's the eye test that I talk about. You have a gut. You know what's right and what's not right. You take a skateboard to the cop's car's windshield, you're probably doing something wrong. There, I said it. We make fun of that. Every so often I have to go on one of these tangents but it's just a frustrating time to live and then it, I'll tell you what it breeds a mentality Frank where it's okay for baseball players to bitch and moan about what they're going to get paid or not going to get paid where basketball players like Kyrie Irving can really for personal reasons which I respect if you have personal reasons 
But everybody's ready to play, and then all of a sudden you do what you do and cast, cast doubt on stuff. I appreciate your voice, and I appreciate the right you have to air this stuff out. But we're not talking about civil rights here, Kyrie Irving. We're talking about your millionaire ass worrying about millions of dollars. That's what's happening here. We live in a society where we lambaste rich people for being rich. But the athletes that are rich, we don't lambaste them. I personally think if you're a CEO of a company that you've taken 10 years to build, it's gone public, and it's, and it's quadrupled in, in, in worth because of your hard work, because your 100-hour weeks, because you travel 30 weeks a year. So if you make a big salary as a CEO, okay. You're Joe Kelly. You don't deserve $8.5 billion a year. And you're going to bitch about a prorated salary so that you can go out there and play some baseball and bring a little lively, liveliness, bring a little happiness back to this country? Players were chomping at the bit after 9-11 to play. They had to wait a week. Or I don't remember how long it was. Chomping at the bit to play. I was listening to somebody on, I can't remember who it is off the top of my head right now, but they were talking that a lot of the reason why the players are not agreeing with the, how much money they're making prorated. It's because they're prima donnas. It's because the, 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 the bargaining agreement that they signed wasn't, didn't necessarily help them out the way they thought it was going to help them out. And they're even starting to see a lot of salaries that are even lower than uh, that's unprecedented that it has been in other years. And the salaries are going down for some players, not for other players like Joe Kelly. But for some players, salaries are going down. So that's a way of them fighting back with the whole collective bargaining agreement. And that's even even Rob Manfred has kind of stepped back a little bit. Like he was guaranteeing 100 percent that they were going to have a season in 2020, even regardless whether it was the, the March 26th agreement or not. Now, all of a sudden, he stepped back and saying that it's less than 100 percent. So now he's starting. To, we're starting the question now if there were even going to have a season, because before we were at 100 percent, not now, not so much better, better have a season. These guys are acting like fools, man. It pales in comparison. People have other issues, and when they hear this, they get pissed. And a few weeks ago when this all started, I told you they need to look at themselves like small business owners. They have a relief package. They have it out. Most small business owners are going out of business. The thing is, isn't this Idiots. Project, isn't this projected strike of 2021 or 2022 have to do with the collective bargaining agreement? Yes. So why don't they just suck it up, swallow it for now, and in a year they have an opportunity to renegotiate for another bargaining agreement? Because they're baseball players. Because they're baseball players. Like, it's one thing that maybe it happened like a year ago and they didn't like how it, how it went down, so now it's kind of revenge on the owners, like, ha, 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 ha. But this is something that's going to be coming up now to the tape on the negotiation table in about a year to a year and a half. Or it's, it's already on the table because you have to avoid the strike. So this is the way you're going to handle it now, saying, no, we're just not going to play this season and we're going to make sure we get our way next time? Come on, man. The one thing I did want to say, it's... it's Stuck in my head, and I've destroyed format, so now we'll just do a break now. But, yeah, you're good. But is the mindset we were talking about when they were bringing down these statues and wanting to mess with history, and I know you didn't take a right-wing approach to it, but you did take the, you know, there's a right to celebrate your country's history, whatever it is. Correct. Um, in theory, some of the military installations that are named after, like, Civil War generals and has to do with the with the agreement they signed at the end of the Civil War. Mm -hmm. Like, they didn't want to just be remembered as martyrs. So this was part of that process. And, uh, and that part, what you explained, I understood. 
Like, Here, I, here's where people, give me a sec, here's where people go wrong, Frank, right? This is all lens to, again, let people be people, right? You know there's going to be discomfort before there's change. Like, you can't have change by snapping your finger and then there's no, nobody ruffles the feathers. So people like Mike Gundy have to make a mistake like that to realize that they can be inadvertently insensitive. Um, I also think the other side needs to not be quite as touchy because people are allowed to have their own thought processes. So, like, if you listen to that station that Mike Gundy was advertising on his shirt, right, if that's something you watch, you consume that media product, like, why does that immediately make you be racist? Because they're known to be racist. Let me tell you something. I watch all of it to get every perspective. If I'm going to be typecast by what I watch, then best of luck to you because I watch it all. Why do we get caught up in this crap? Why are we so worried about that? Well, didn't we mention, I don't know if it was this week or late last week, to this day I've known you, I don't know if you're a registered Republican or Democrat. I'm open, I said, but, but we never talk enough about, like, how is it that a friendship has to be interrupted by the politics? It doesn't bother me. Like, I was raised to just not let anything bother you. Hey, those people are talking stuff. Yeah, all right, cool. Keep talking, bro. Just keep on going. That shouldn't stop you. So I guess that m mentality and the way that I was raised in that approach has bled over because right now I don't. I see something on the street. It doesn't. I don't care. Like, it doesn't offend me. I just keep on rolling along with it. That's the reason why the politic conversation doesn't bother me. So if somebody starts going on a rant, I just shut up and I just take it because I'm not necessarily listening to you. I'll zone out. And I'll think about something else, but I'm not going to get into the argument with you because at the end of the day, I don't care. I'll tell you what I do care about. Can I please have, please, please have some sports? Please. Uh, we're coming up. July, what is it? July 8th? Yeah, but baseball's trying MLS. to put a, 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 a monkey wrench in that. We got July 8th MLS. They're doing that huge tournament in Orlando. Uh, the NBA has now, I guess, unveiled this six-phase plan for the rest of the season. Um, about how it's the safest way possible or whatever. Um, they even have a, a, a anonymous tip line for if anybody wants to report anything, they can go ahead and do it anonymously. Oh, yeah. so that sounds eerily familiar to los comités and yeah. in, the, in the neighborhoods in Cuba. This sounds very communist. So an anonymous tip line has been set up for the NBA, a health tip line. Hmm. To tattletale on one another. That's good. I guess you have to look out for each other's safety, right? Like, that's a weird thing. Yeah, it's tough, though, the phases. I'll have to read up to it to, to give you exacts, but, like, uh, the first phase ends, like, Monday. Phase two starts on Tuesday. And, and then phase three is when all the teams are able to go ahead and they have to be on each other's market. I believe that's what phase two I, is. I, I guess, though, right, if you're running a mild fever, you need to be careful because it might be that. Like, I guess, I maybe I need to take a step back from that position. Like, yeah, I guess it's okay to be safe. Once they're in Orlando, they can't be quarantined. They have to be quarantined. And if they're going to have any guests, they can come and hang out with them. They also have to be tested and all that stuff. Once those guests decide to leave, they're not allowed back. So it's like a, no, it's like a game six of the finals for the Heat. Like, yo, you left the building. You ain't coming back. Interesting. <laughs> All right. All right, let's go to break. Come back on the other side. Keep doing what we're doing. Remember, 1020, we'll get uh, Jordan Nelson to join us. Part of this, like, overwhelming change here at Station. Frank, I think we decided we're going to cut out a 12-to-2 block and create programming 
this summer around that. We may readjust it come the start of the school year because we do have some other stuff that comes on. Uh, but for the summer, at the very least, that's going to be the programming schedule. Okay. Um, we can shift it around later on. Yeah, absolutely. All right, let's go to break. Come back on the other side. You're listening to Good Morning Amigo on the one and only Slam Radio, Sirius XM 145. Hey, look what I found. A radio. Radio. Slam Radio, Sirius XM Channel 145. I get it. Your desk has been there for you. Holding up your computer, your unused stapler, and that plant you forgot to water. But maybe it's time to leave your desk and spend your lunch break volunteering with Meals on Wheels. Doing Meals on Wheels for me is the joy that I look for at the end of my week. I'll come to the door with one meal and I'll walk away with a full heart. Drop off a warm meal and get more than you expect. Volunteer at americaletsdolunch.org. That's americaletsdolunch.org. Brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Ad Council. Man, I love my kids so much. I once sat for three hours in the cold rain to watch her soccer team lose by 18 goals. I love my kids so much, I once used a tube to suck snot out of her stuffed nose at 3 a.m. You win. Love your kids? Love them enough to make sure they're in the right car seat. From toddlers to tweens, visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat to find the right seat for their age and size. Keep them safe. Visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Text and work. Text and pretend to work. Text and act surprised when someone calls you out for not working. Who, me? Text and whatever, just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. Good morning, amigos. Can you imagine? It's like a congregation of big dogs. You have a Great Dane. You have a couple of pit bulls off to the side. You have some very, very big German shepherds. You know, just the bigger type of dogs. And they're hanging out talking, slobbering over each other, doing what, what big dogs do. And a little chihuahua comes running through, barking at all of them. And the big dogs just look at each other, look down at the chihuahua, and they look at each other again like, is this dog for real? The chihuahua is UCF. Good morning, amigo. Weekdays, 7 to noon, only on Slam Radio Sirius XM 145. My mother was always very active and independent, and she was familiar with her neighborhood. But one day, she stopped at the stop sign for much longer than usual. She wasn't even really sure where she was at. It's important for you to talk to someone about it. I felt so much better after my son told me, Mom, we'll figure it out. When something feels different, it could be Alzheimer's. Now is the time to talk. Visit alz.org slash ourstories to learn more. A message from the Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council. There's no losing, only learning. There's no failure, only opportunities. And there's no problems, only solutions. So to me, what failure is, failure is the mother of all success. If it wasn't for Michael Jordan getting cut from his ninth grade basketball team, he wouldn't have became Michael Jordan. <laughs> you know, if it wasn't for, uh, I seen an, an article the other day where they were talking about Oprah Winfrey and how she got fired because she wasn't good for television. You know, you got people like Walt Disney who got fired, if I'm not mistaken, from a newspaper saying he had no imagination. So what do you tell him? You tell him, you know? You know that, that all they can do is learn and come back bigger, better, stronger, because all it's going to do is lead you in the right direction. See, if you're always winning, then you don't really understand what it is to win. You, you got to take those losses. You got to take those hits. There's got to be the valleys, the peaks, the ups, the downs, in order for you to, when it does happen, you go, wow, rico. you know, this is what it's all about. And not only that, it's never about making it, guys. It's always about maintaining it. 
That's the toughest part. On behalf of all of us here at Slam Radio, we would like to thank you, Pitbull, for making this dream become a reality. Yo, Sway Calloway, Sway in the morning, world famous, wake up show MTV, we worldwide. Welcome to Slam Radio, this is where they get busy. You are listening to Good Morning Amigo on Sirius XM 145. Here on uh, Good Morning Amigo, the one and only Slam Radio. So, good news, Amigo. We are in phase one of the NBA plan. So, that means that we're getting closer to basketball. Yeah, you're, you're starting to get a little pumped, I can see. Yeah, so phase one is June 15th through June 22nd, which we're in right now. So, the teams, all players have to report back to their team facilities. Um, the the players that are local had until Monday, which was June 15th. All the other players that are internationally, like um, uh, like the Don Six and stuff like that that were overseas, they have until the 22nd. Phase 2 will start on Tuesday, the 23rd. Um, everything is similar to uh, Phase 1, but this is when all the testing and stuff like that will begin uh, with the teams. Um, and then as for the players that decide to, t- uh, to sit out, they won't be penalized for doing so. Um, as we go on through there, that's phase uh, phase two. Phase three is when individual workouts are mandatory through group, uh, though group workouts are still going to be prohibited. So through Ju- July 1st through the 11th, there's no group workouts, only individual workouts. Head coaches, though, are allowed to participate in the individual workouts with the players. Um, then you're going to have phase 4A, which is happens July 7th through the 11th. Um, this is when teams start reporting to Disney World. Uh, team flights are going to happen between June, July 7th and July 9th. So they're expecting all these teams to get there at the same exact time, um, which is going to be considered the Orlando bubble. Um, phase 4B is going to happen July 9th, 10th, 11th through the 21st. I don't know why they have it worded like that, but um, they do. This is when teams may start engaging in group workouts, uh, practice with, uh, with weight training and all other activities. Uh, players will be continue to be tested and must practice good hygiene during practices uh, to prevent the virus from popping up. So they have everything in order with, for players to start kind of just doing their thing. Um, am I, are you still with me or did I lose you already? Yeah, you lost me around phase two, bro. All right. Well, I mean, there's some sports to talk about. One so that's day at a time, bro. It up, you know? One day at a time. You got me running in circles here. Well, j- phase six pretty much goes from the season. So it's July 30th God, through October six 13th. Six phases? Yeah, six phases. Whew. Players are not allowed to f- begin scrimmaging, though, till July 22nd. So they only have from the 22nd to the 29th, pretty much, to start scrimmaging Oh, so against other teams. My apologies, against other teams. You going to be all right? I'm just excited. That was a mouthful. I'm just excited. B- basketball's coming back. I believe it when I see it. Got a month left, man. In f- before that, though, we become a soccer A month? Fans. Football. A month? No, football bro, fans. we got six weeks left of this crap. We got foot. We become football fans. Football schmootball. In three weeks, we got six, seven weeks of this crap. 
trying to be optimistic here, amigo. You're not helping me out. Yeah, there's no optimism. This is taking forever. It feels like a long time ago I complained that it was seven weeks ago, and it's like six and a half weeks. Like seven weeks to go, now it's six and a half weeks to go. Like it's just, it's taking forever. It's been three days since you complained about yes, it. Yes, it's, it it's taking forever. It's awful. What are we going to do? NHL, I think, has a four-phase plan. So they have a well, similar... Four is better than six, right? Yeah, six is a little long. Especially when you break up one of the phases in two, so there's pretty much seven phases. Come on, you have a phase 4A and a phase 4B. Dear God, why do we get so complicated? Really? Why so complicated? The Raptors, by the way, will be... Their home base will be in Naples, Florida. The Raptors will be in Florida? Yeah, so they won't be in Toronto. Their home base is going to be in Naples, Florida. Naples? Naples. Really? Naples. Where do they play their basketball games? In Orlando? Um, I don't know, but you know the, WM, uh, the WNBA is going to be playing their games at uh, IMG off of, I think that's in Bradenton. IMG Academy wow. off of 75. Yes, no, I know where IMG Academy is. I'm fully aware. Well, been just making sure. No, no, I know. You look confused. No, my confusion is, is wow, so they're going to be in Naples. Oh, you're excited because you don't want to go look for Pascal Siakam. Yes! Because <laughs> now you can I'm finally gonna be say in his the area. Name I'm going to be in the area when he's uh, canoodling in Naples. Maybe I can run into good old Pascal. Now that you finally say his name right and you don't call him Siakam. 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 The one that you really have to throw out there is whenever you meet Tua Nigga Manu Alapola, you have to throw that one out there at him. I can't believe that name stuck to me like that. I don't know how you can just say that. <laughs> Tua. Nega Manuela Pola. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> I love seeing you stumped. Tua Mina 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 Muda Buda. Eso mismo, brother. Eso. Eso mismo. Tu me entiendes lo que te estoy diciendo? Not at all. <laughs> Not this time, kid. Sorry. I bet you Pitbull couldn't say two amina mina more. I bet you I can find out where the Raptors are going to be in Naples, though. Oh, if you do that, you know that I'm camping out for Pascal. <laughs> Your son will be super excited. He's going to be Mike Lowry. Or Kyle, Kyle Lowry. Yeah, you know what I mean. I just want to say Mike Lowry. Tua? I can't... How did it just stick so easily to you? To a nigga Manuela Pola? To a mina alagmena mana mana. I can't. To a? To a nigga Manuela Pola. To a nigga mana. Manuela Pola. Manuela Pola. To a nigga mana ala Pola. Closer than where you were. <laughs> I can't. I'm done. Tua. I like Tua better. Oh, man. Two is much better, easier, simpler. Just saying. <laughs> hey, dude, what's going on with all these videos of people fighting and, and 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 oh gosh, all over the place, right? There's a video that came out out of Walmart that that involved a police officer though, um, and that was locally. And then there's I, I, I've just seen so many of them lately. Like it just seems like people are just out of hand crazy. I don't know if. If it has to do with what's been going on with the whole George Floyd thing and all the protests, or if it's just if it's if if it's a cause because of people how crazy they are because of the cabin fever because they've been locked up for three months. Yeah, it's kind of nuts, man. 
But I mean, I, over and over again, you see things that are just, I don't know, they're just kind of whacked. By the way, the Raptors will be playing at Florida Gulf Coast uh, University's facilities. <laughs> Told you I can find out. Uh, How close is that to me. the telly? I'm on me, Pascal. Yeah, I don't know. I think I'm just going to stay on the beach. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, the good thing is that I have to do a little bit of a detour after that so I can kind of actually go and well, approach What's funny is, is that that's not too far. And if they go to a local eatery, there's a chance we'll run into them. Well, that's probably not going to happen. They're supposed to be quarantined. Oh, dude. Yeah, I'm never going to get to see him if he's quarantined. So yep. we're just talking up. <sighs> You're selling yourself dreams. Yeah, never mind. Simply never mind. Uh, I'll pass on that. But we'll be in the same place more or less at the same time. Good old Pascal, my boy Pascal Siakam. Raptors uh, decided to go to Naples, though, because of traveling, all the, the complications of traveling and things like that. So they just decided to stay within the continental United States. That sounds cool to me. That works. <laughs> Frank, have you seen now started to notice more and more the memes of Lamar Jackson looking like Samuel L. Jackson? I have. They've gone viral. It is pretty funny. It is very funny. It's um, it's a heck of a coincidence, though. Gosh. Like, listen, I have a friend, all right? Actually, we spoke about her the other day on the air about different schools and stuff like that. So this friend has her son that is a great, pretty good football player. He's got a lot of talent. He's an athletic kid, you know? He does cross-country also, stuff like that. So their last name is Wilson. Okay. Kid looks just like Russell Wilson. Oh, are you serious? I'm going to pull up a picture of the kid. And I've sent her pictures of Russell Wilson. I'm like, Gabby, what are you not telling us? She was like, no, it's a coincidence. It's a coincidence. Looks just like Russell Wilson. You'd be, you'd be like, no, that's Russell Wilson's kid. That much, huh? That much. That much. That happens sometimes. The doppelganger uh, syndrome exists. Who was it that I saw the other day that looked exactly? Oh, who was it? Well, I went to lunch yesterday with an old friend because he told me, he's like, yo, we have to go to this pizza place in North Miami. And um, you, part of the reason why you have to come is because your brother's here. And I'm like, what do you mean my brother's there? And he was like, yeah, your twin's here. Pulled up, guy looked just like me. Yeah, I, that happens. It happens more often than you think. That's just weird. When somebody looks like you, you know. Fisdale looks like me. Yes. I, I, I need to straighten that out, though, because you like to say I look like Fisdale. All right, Fisdale, Fisdale looks, looks like, like me. I'm older than Fizz. Fair enough. So I've looked like this longer than he's looked like this. Therefore, he looks like me. I don't look like him. Are we clear with that? We're clear, bro. Good. Now you can say that he looks like me. I don't know you were going to be so sensitive. Yes, about very sensitive about it because you keep doing it. He looks like me. Being older has its privileges at some point. You don't think? I think. All right. So good. We got that cleared up. We're good. Uh, 1020, we're going to have Jordan Nelson. It's, uh, it's interesting to see how everybody got all riled up yesterday about the potential of having national airtime. Uh, some of these guys are in Utah. <laughs> I'll come on whatever time you want. I'm like, okay. That's how hungry they are. Yeah. So it's fun to have that kind of energy on with us. So we'll roll out our plan probably before the end of the week. It'll get started right at the end of the month. 
And um, you know what I mean? We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna change things around here. We're gonna make it entertaining and interesting with different blocks of programming that not only includes our students, but people who need a helping hand in the business. Make Slam Radio the Robin Hood of radio stations around the country. Yeah. And rightfully so. I like that. I like that moniker. Um, without being out there, we should probably do some sort of promo <laughs> with some sort of Robin Hood line or something. Of course, I don't want to get whacked for royalties, but you know what I mean. All right, let's go to break. Come back on the other side. Um, you know, for all this talk they said about boxing and the, and the combat sports coming back, other than UFC, have you seen anything? I haven't seen anything. Not necessarily. I haven't seen anything. Wrestling. WWE yeah. going down. Monday nights. I guess. Yeah, I don't, you know, whatever. It is what it is. It's interesting to hear that, um, what's that? What are you doing? It's interesting to hear what? Why do you have music on? I don't know what you're talking about. That has to be you. I'm not connected. Said so this was the Robin Hood of stations, right? Oh, God. Don't tell me you did this. <laughs> I imagine that song belongs to someone, so you got to cut it at 29 seconds. Uh, I'm counting. I guess you could do something that's 29 seconds long with a quirky sound bite in the first three seconds, and then the song comes on. So you assure yourself it's 27 seconds and we don't ever have to <laughs> claim it in anything as a station promo. It would work well. I like that idea. I'm sure you do too. <laughs> All right, we're going to go to break. Come back on the other side. You're listening to Good Morning Amigos, Sirius XM 145. <laughs> A radio. Radio. Slam Radio. Sirius XM Channel 145. Hey, this is Tiki Barber. You're listening to Slam Radio. Rise and shine. Good morning to you. Get the hell up. You are listening to Good Morning Amigo on Sirius XM 145. back yes we are so what's today's date frank june 17th june 17th huh does that ring a bell to you a little bit no it does not ring a bell i feel like i should know something we play the game of june 17th once a year the problem is we play the game of what on this day what happened well, why are you doing cats now? Why are there cats coming back into my life? I just thought maybe it had something to do with the cats. Well, we miss sports. Oh, are we going back to this? Are you really going to? I it wasn't me. I, I don't want to hear feral cats on my show. There must be a cat in the studio somewhere. No, there better not be. 
No cats. Sounds like a kitten. You see what do you? <laughs> Why, Frank? Uh, Are you done with the cats? I don't know what you're talking about. All right, fine. So we spend a lot of time wondering why don't we have sports? Right. We're hating life, whatever. Every so often, you have a day of sports that's epic. Mm -hmm. Oh, so it's one of these games. Today and 26 years ago today was one of those days. The Jordan shot. Well, Arnold Palmer played in his final U.S. Open. Mm -hmm. United States hosts the first World Cup. Mm -hmm. Game five of the 1994 NBA Finals. Mm -hmm. Shortly before that, the New York Rangers had a Stanley Cup parade. That's the Mark Messier year. Yes. That was the day Ken Griffey Jr. hit his 30th home run, tied for most home runs before the 30th of June. By two weeks. And oh yeah, cops chased OJ Simpson around town for like oh, an hour and a half. That was today. That was today. Oof. Were you a little jit when that happened? I was a little jit, but I was I was a grown ass man. I, I wasn't like nine. Oh, I was eleven. I was a grown ass man. June of ninety four, I was eleven. I was a grown ass man. I was chilling. So I'll tell you, I was so chilling with my then girlfriend. So you were like I was 20... chilling. I was in my mid twenties. Yeah, twenty four, I'd say maybe. No, I'm. Oh, twenty six. Thanks. Eleven. Thanks. You're welcome. I was twenty five, by the way. I'm oh, sorry. Appreciate it. Thanks for dating me. <laughs> now everybody knows. Whatever. Go ahead, spend my I'll, life I'll acting like I'm thirty, thirty five, and you gotta go ahead and. I'll leave it alone. Right. Start playing cats so that I can act like an old man, and then you start dating me. That's good. That's good. I like that. Yeah. Uh huh. Uh, that's fine. And I don't, and just leave, leave it to an old guy like me to remember something that happened. It wasn't 24, it was 26 years ago today. Sorry, my math is off. 26 years ago today. There's a 30 for 30 on this. Did you know that? Yeah, there's a couple of uh, things on, on the OJ. There was like a 10-part series that happened that they had like Ross Geller, the guy that plays Ross, David Schwimmer, that he was... Um, he was one of the one of the one of the I think he was uh, he was I think he was a Kardashian. He was um you know what I'm talking about? No. Well, whatever. There was a series. <laughs> there was a series and David Schwimmer which plays Ross Geller and Friends. You are talking about up. Robert Kardashian. There you go. I couldn't think of his first name. I he was one of the attorneys on the Dream yes, Team. Yes, that's why I brought it up. He's a guy who was buddies with OJ Simpson, right? Mm -hmm. Which I mean, I still didn't give OJ the right to to mess around with his wife. Oh, I shouldn't say that. That's alleged. That's I, a bad accusation. I was going to slip it in there for no, you. No, I'm not supposed to say that. OJ's the one that slipped it in. What are you doing? I didn't say anything. Just because the kids aren't here, you can't do that. What's wrong anything. with you? I didn't say anything. She does look like OJ, though, doesn't she? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, all kidding aside, could she look any more like OJ? Like, we're talking about Lamar Jackson looking like Samuel L. Jackson. Not anymore, though. Hold on, not anymore. Well, because she took, she did everything in her power to make sure she looked nothing like him. Chloe doesn't even look Surgeries, like Surgeries, the whole nine yards. She doesn't even look like she related to any of those people anymore. She looks like one of those mosaic art paintings that just like pay, take different She doesn't look like models. any of them, and she did it on purpose because everybody knew the truth. <laughs> you can deny it all you want. If it walks like a duck, if it quacks like a duck, guess what? Quack, quack, it's a duck. The guy is drunk. No, he's a duck. Not a cat, a duck. The guy is drunk. 
I wish I were drunk. Lee, don't eat you. I'm. You and I are gonna fight, dog. Straight up, you and I are gonna throw hands. You, you're lucky Jordan's coming to save your ass today and save the day. He comes on in a few minutes, and that means I have to go to break soon. Leave the cats out of this. There. By the way, no, no movement on that yet. I, they've actually been tamed. I don't know where they've gone. They haven't been around as much. Although they scratched my car. You haven't found the cat lady yet, huh? No. Mm. I have been failing miserably. You She's have, been you elusive. She's as elusive as Sasquatch. Bro, you need to wake up early with your son. You start, you put him through the, or you start early at 4 in the morning, all right? You can take the early course, shift. I take the And early. then you have to leave here at what? Let's say 6.30, you have to dip towards Slam. To me. But then your son can wake up yeah. at 6.15. Then he can That's post easy. up for the second shift. He can be there for a couple hours. Then you can have your daughter sit out there. She can do all her meetings that she's all... Now she's a grown-up now. So you can do all her meetings do to deserve there. this disrespect from you? And she's done, then you can put your wife out there. I don't root for Addison to have bad gums or whatnot. What are you doing to me here? I'm not doing anything. Leave it alone. I don't want to wake up at 4 in the morning. You have to catch the lady. I'm going to catch this lady. She drives me nuts. If I post up in your mother-in-law's backyard at 3 in the morning, would she call the cops on me? I don't know. Yes. Yes, she will. I just post up, put my feet up, Whatever. have some breakfast. Uh. Cafecito. Yeah, you gotta, if you're gonna do it, you do it right. Una tostada. Right. By the way, I heard back from from Cajachina. Oh yeah. He's in. Oh yes. So now, what one we step closer to a. So let's call. So call Eddie Martinez. We'll blow through break. Call Eddie Martinez right now. Call him. I don't have his number. You yeah, you do. No. Yeah, you do. If I text him, he's going to make up some meeting and tell me he can't call me. Don't call anybody. You got Jordan Nelson joining us in five minutes. Well, then get Eddie ready. <laughs> okay. I'll I want to talk to Eddie before we say goodbye today. For a pig roast, that's probably not going to happen. It is going to happen. You're a procrastinator, bro. No, I'm not, actually. This has to happen before Ricky leaves, too. Well, at least I have some power because Ricky's leaving. What do you mean you have some power? Yeah, because you're going to feel awful if you do it and Ricky leaves. If you don't do it and Ricky leaves. So that's why I have some power. Because I've been waiting for a pig roast for three years now, bro. Two years. Since before I even knew about Addison. Why are you giving me a hard time about Because this? I want a pig roast. You owe me a pig roast for Tiger Woods. All of a sudden, we oh, forgot about the Tiger Woods pig roast. Bro. Then all of a sudden, it became a conjoint pig this roast guy. with the seniors. Now all of a sudden, we're forgetting that. Now you're trying to do another pig roast for the cat lady or for the church or whatever. I don't understand. Oh, no, that pig roast was supposed to be for the commissioners. Yeah, you're getting confused with something else. Because you promised a pig roast for every occasion. I don't promise. I'm promising one for our seniors. Now, oh. you're looking for one to celebrate oh. Tiger Woods getting lucky and oh, winning some guy, tournament. Guy, like I'm game, not right? doing that you're for guy, Tiger. You're the guy that runs game and be like, oh, my God. Ten years. You know, How long do I? You go, Frank. My statute of limitations on that bet ended. And then you tap me on the shoulder. You do the whole Cuban thing. And I go, hey, Frank. Bro, we should do a pig roast. Do you realize? We'll do a Derek Jeter Hall of Fame memorial. Do you realize? Oh, yeah, we should do a pig roast. Oh, my God. This to admire terminal, bro. the fact that these kids went to school for more than 10 days. It's a pig roast for everything. Can I ask you a question? How long, does, does, how long am I free and clear from a bet? Until you deliver 2009, a I said the guy wasn't going to ever win a major. And he had to win one 10 years later, and now you're trying to bet. You're trying to bank on a bet. You said. You know me you in 09. Whenever it oh, happened, I heard it wait, on the air of Dos Amigos. You no said way. whatever happens. So a man that bets wait. and a man that puts his money Addison, has to put his mouth there too. Addison's going to love her Uncle Larry, boy. Because every time there's something that you're trying to put your foot down, I'm going to take Addison's side, boy. 
I'm going to egg her on. I'm going to be that uncle. Bros. Bro, you know what it is? Yeah, You've been dangling parents, the Listen. big roast in front of Frank, my face Frank's for so, so many years. All bark, no bite. finally, you kept on saying, Tiger Woods. I got Frank. You do what you got to do, Addison. Because Tiger Woods is Go, never going to win do. it, so I don't have to worry about doing another How do you do, Addy? Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. You're in for hell now, man. I'm in for hell anyways. Have you seen how cute my daughter is? <laughs> yes, she is pretty good looking. She is a pretty cute little girl. She certainly is. God, man. God has been doing some great blessings, making sure that these kids look just like their moms and not like their dads. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. I'll be here all week. We'll be back. Hey, look what I found. A radio. Radio. Slam Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 145. Wake up and text. Text and eat. Mm -mm. Text and meet up with a friend you haven't seen in forever. Hi. Oh, hey. Text and complain that they're on their phone the whole time. <sighs> Text and listen to them complain that you're on your phone the whole time. Uh. Text and whatever. But when you get behind the wheel, give your phone to a passenger. Put it in the glove box. Just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. Good morning, amigo. Well, it just annoys me that you don't see it my way. Oh, it annoys me that you don't see it my way. We can play this game too. What? Not always going to see it your way. Your way is not the way. I can see it my way. But your way is not the way. So some people, some people are really... That's huge ego of you, by the way. Yeah, of course. You can't spell amigo without the ego. Good morning, amigo. Weekdays, 7 to 11, only on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. This message brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. I adopted Bento in 2010 from a shelter. This cat makes me make art. He's always motivating me to draw pictures of him. He just is motivating artistically. He's my best friend, but a lot of people know him as Keyboard Cat. Keyboard Cat, YouTube star and shelter pet. Amazing adoption stories start in shelters. Start yours today. Visit theshelterpetproject.org to find a pet near you. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States and the Ad Council. Social Security is with you through life's journey from birth to retirement. As your life changes year to year, so do your needs. For over 80 years, Social Security has helped to meet your needs and is committed to improving access to the services that make a difference in your life. Today, you can verify your earnings, estimate your future benefits, apply for retirement, manage your benefits, and even change your address all from the comfort of your home. Social Security's online services help put you in control with secure access to your information anytime, anywhere, allowing you to spend more time with family, friends, or simply just enjoying the day. Social Security, securing today and tomorrow. See what you can do online at socialsecurity.gov. The Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council present the story of Tom and Levi. Tom is the smartest man I know. 
He's been a professor at two major universities, been a teacher for over 40 years. One day, he told me that he was having um, problems in his classes. I think one of the students had asked the question and he didn't remember the answer. And I also noticed that he was letting his class out earlier than they were supposed to let out. And he was telling them that he was doing it as a favor to them, but I think in reality, he just wanted to get out of there. Um, I was really starting to worry because I saw something was wrong. Levi and I talked about how it would change our lives, but he was there beside me, and my love for him was just immense. When something feels different, it could be Alzheimer's. Now is the time to talk. Visit alz.org slash ourstories to learn more. A message from the Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council. Sam Radio has brought so much positivity into my life that allows so many young people to have a voice. I'm very thankful for this opportunity at Slam Radio. Not a lot of people get to say that they worked on the first radio station run inside a high school. I've learned so much from Frank the Tank. I've learned so much from Danny, from The Amigo. I've learned so much from them, and I thank them so much, and it means a lot to me. Slam Radio is a community. It just gives you opportunity. They give you opportunities that not many schools have. The people here are just great. Someone always has your back no matter what. It is definitely a place to leave your egos and your insecurities behind and just be yourself and all become one. I'm so thankful for everybody here at Slam Radio, and I'm thankful for this wonderful opportunity that I've been given to jumpstart my career. You are listening to Slam Radio on Sirius XM 145. Hey there, this is Lakina, and I am here with my teammates, the Kansas City Chiefs cheerleaders, and you are listening to Slam Radio. Woo! You are listening to Good Morning Amigo on Sirius XM 145. Here on Good Morning Amigo, our next guest. I know he's been eager. I know he's been listening all morning. So he knows that I've been promoting <laughs> his uh, appearance on the show. Our next guest is part of the group. We got to give them a name, Frank. We've already established. You got to give him a name. He he's co-host and producer of Fours Up podcast with our boy Hurricanes Marsh, who was on the show yesterday. Um, he's gonna do some work for us relative to the shows that we're bringing on in that block of programming that's gonna cover sports and Hurricanes sports. Um, so he's not only gonna continue being a producer for that Fours Up podcast or whatever the name of the show will be, which I don't want them to. You know, I want them to do whatever they want that's best for them and what they do with State of the U. But he's a gentleman who's also going to assist us in some of the other shows and, and be kind of hands-on. This is something he's wanted an opportunity to doing. He's kind of a mini Frank. Kind of. The way he explained who he was yesterday kind of felt like I was listening to my story. So, yeah. Yeah, he's just a little smarter than you. Thanks, bro. And, you know, that doesn't take much. A little more resourceful than you. <laughs> I'm just kidding, bro. Our next guest 
Like I said, producer, co-host for the Fours Up podcast with his boy Hurricanes Marsh. We had him on yesterday. Apparently a big Star Wars fan, which is good. It's even better that he's on with us right now. We got Jordan Nelson here on Good Morning Amigo. What's up, Jordan? How you doing? Larry, Frank, how you guys doing, man? Doing wonderful, my friend. Doing fantastic. Um, just reminiscing of the days past, 26 years ago, today, OJ went on a chase, and a lot of stuff happened in sports. Uh, how old were you that day, Jordan? Uh, let's see, 26 years ago today, I would have been less than a year old. Being you were a thought process, so you weren't quite a <laughs> yeah. Brother, we, this is exactly what we're excited about. We're bringing a group of you guys that bring a lot of young blood. Now, we have a young blood. We have a high school radio station, for crying out loud. But a lot of young blood that is in high school that brings a lot of energy, uh, a lot of knowledge. I think you might have just heard Alex Dono earlier last hour talking about yep. how he goes straight to State of the U. And he's a guy He's in the media, and he loves getting his information from there because of the way State of the U reports, which is what I've been kind of saying for the last couple of days. But you guys are going to bring a lot of energy, uh, and you will be talking Canes football and Canes sports. We'll also be talking regular sports. Tell me a little bit about what what excites you about doing what you do with the podcast, working with Marsh, and more importantly, Canes in general, because apparently you're a big Canes fan. Yeah, so, I mean, I'm excited, especially for the opportunity that you're giving us, because, uh, you know, it'll give us the chance to uh, branch out a little bit into – basketball, NBA, you know, NFL, other sports that I love, but it's kind of been a whirlwind, man. I mean, we started it in Marsh's basement like four months ago, and uh, here we are. We were on uh, Apple's charts yesterday. We were the eighth-ranked football podcast in America, so it's just been, uh, been crazy, man, just getting myself out there and I don't know, talking sports is what I do for fun, and hopefully it's what I can do for a living now. Last night was a lot of fun. You guys created a Zoom call with with Hurricanes fans, people in the know, a couple of very recognizable faces. I got a chance to to put the, a, a face to the name with Clem and, and a couple of other guys. Um, but it was a lot of fun, and you guys bring a lot of that energy. Did you guys have friendships prior to this, or was this all kind of something that happened uh, through State of the U? Um, so funny enough, Marsh and I actually live in, we both live in Salt Lake city. And then, uh, I contacted him through Twitter about a year ago. And that's actually how we met was, uh, was after he kind of already had his Twitter thing going and was writing for state of the U. And then, uh, we just talked canes on, uh, direct messages, uh, went out to dinner one time to, to talk about football and then a podcast happened. This is usually how this stuff ends up working out. Um, your ties to South Florida, did you live here once upon a time? You're saying Utah. Utah's a minute away or two from here. Like, I, <laughs> Yeah. Utah's uh, so, quite a bit. Did you? Were you born here? Were you raised here? Why the love for the Canes? You know, I was born and raised in Utah. Um, I've never actually been to the city of Miami. Oh, that, oh we got to change that. going to hate me for that. Oh, no, no, <laughs> we don't hate you for that. We love you for that. that, that we're going to change that. My brother, we're yeah. changing that soon. Like, like oh, this COVID yeah. mess goes away. You're going to put your nickels together. Yeah. We're going to find a way to fly your butt over here for a few days, and you can see what <laughs> Miami's about, my man. Uh, well, you know, Marsh and I were actually going to fly down together to go to the spring game and stay in, in the house that he has down there in Hollywood. Right. And uh, that just got thrown off. But I had a plane ticket and everything and, you know, plans to kick it with uh, with some people down there that I met off Twitter. So. 
Like Derek Cole. <laughs> yeah, Cole and Brad Tejeda and Callie Arudia. And, well, you know, these are all familiar people. names to Slam Radio, by yeah. the way. All part of Slam Radio now. Um, Gabby, like I said, a big part of what we did. We're talking to Jordan Nelson here on Good Morning Amigo. Jordan Nelson, you can find his stuff as he works with our boy Hurricanes Marsh on the four. Four is up, Procat. I, I, I can't even get the name right. I always fumble the name. Uh, but you guys are, are super duper uh, fours up podcast. You guys are really into into kind of putting stuff together and and not just that, but really engaged in talking Canes football, up to date information. You guys, do you have sources in? Like, I, I'm amazed sometimes as how you guys get some of the information you do because I'm in media, I'm in the know, I got people who give me stuff, and you guys know. Yeah, I, I mean, I think. Uh, it's all about networking, you know, because when, when people get those little nuggets of information, I think they want to share it. And so uh, they'll just share it with their friends. So you just have to be friends with everyone. <laughs> um, I don't consider myself an insider. It, it's not usually me that gets those little nuggets. Um, but, you know, we do, we do what we do. We don't claim to be insiders, but sometimes we get, we get the scoop. So, you know, there's a lot of optimism around the program. Let's, let's talk a little Kings football. Um, there's a lot of optimism around the, around the program, which is strange because it didn't end well. Um, a lot of chaos, a lot of noise. We think we know where it came from and we think it's been identified. But my, I guess my immediate question is why the certainty to, hmm, why the certainty of that there's going to be a turnaround after the mess we saw last year, because last year was a mess. I'm just going to say it. Yeah, it, it was a mess. Um, I, I wish I could say there was certainty. It does feel that way, though. Uh, but I think that that mostly comes from a juxtaposition of the offseason that we had last year versus this year. Um, so Miami, we're the kings of, of offseason hype and offseason championships, right? But if you look at last season, we hired Danny Ness and we got Tate Martell in the transfer portal. So Danny Ness wasn't even an offensive coordinator. He was a quarterback's coach. Alabama clearly wasn't running his offensive scheme. Um, and we kind of got deceived by that. You know, I think we were just like, oh, Alabama's guy, right? Well, it turns out that he didn't run the offense that we wanted anyways. And uh, Tate Martell wasn't proven in college. He's a great high school player, but... Um, you know, I think he'd only started one game against Rutgers. And then, uh, but compare that to this season, we have Rhett Lashley who's coming off the uh, seventh ranked, ranked offense in the country last year as an offensive coordinator. And De'Ara King, who is only one or two seasons removed from scoring 50 touchdowns personally. Um, so I think two, or last season was all about the hype of what could be uh, with, with guys and pieces that we're bringing into the fold. Uh, this offseason has been that we're bringing proven people that have produced at the college football level. There's a lot of excitement because of the personnel that, they're, that they've brought in. And I'm talking about personnel. I'm talking about players, believe it or not. Uh, our ends are the best in the country. Uh, we believe that you know, we, we are going to do great things on offense with our new quarterback, with King. Um, there's some stuff that's in place that obviously is showing improvements in areas. But Frank and I always talk about this. We're tired of doing the improvements on paper, and then when they get on the field, they lay an egg. What's, what is it that makes us so certain this year that they're going to be any different? 
Did I lose him? <laughs> because, I mean, like you said, we do this every year. You know, we're the kings of off-season championships. We get all hyped at this time of year, and we're like, oh, man, we're going 10-2. and two. We're going 11-1. and one. And then we end up going 7-6 uh, and six again. So, I mean, that happens. That has happened every year since 2006. So, I mean, there is no certainty until we see it. Um, this, this year does feel a little different, and I think you brought up our defensive ends. You know, we have two guys that could go in the first round of the NFL draft. I mean, one of them is a lock. The other one uh, could play himself into that position. Uh, we got Brevin Jordan. And then just the, the pieces that we added, um, you know, like I mentioned, Rhett Lashley and Derek King. And, you know, uh, our biggest weakness last season was the offensive line. Uh, we have a new coach that Garen Justice, who uh, he's been doing work, man. I mean, we landed uh, Jared Williams as a graduate transfer to shore up the right tackle spot. And then uh, hopefully just with scheme and better coaching that, that that's no longer a huge weakness and, I, I get the optimism. I'm optimistic. I'm predicting ten and two next year. You're giving you're um, giving us ten wins, really? Oh, I'm yeah, gonna have to start fighting you guys on this stuff. Are you, are you <laughs> gonna do this? You're not doing this now. Yeah. You're not uh, ten wins. Yeah, ten yeah. wins. Uh, you sure yeah, now? I. Well, I mean, like I said, it, it's probably gonna happen again, though. I mean, who knows? We might go six and seven. But well, uh, I mean, we know we don't know until they play the game. But I'm just saying. So, so what are the two losses you're pointing at? You know, I, I'm worried about North Carolina this year. Uh, as a program, we've kind of struggled with them. We've always had a trouble playing that team for some crazy reason. Um, the only thing yeah. is, I think this year it's here, right? Yeah, uh, I think well, this that... year it's here. This year it's here. Last year it was mm -hmm. over there. So this year it's here. Correct. I'm not so worried about that game if it's here. Yeah. But I, I, well, then again, listen to what I'm talking about. I'm assuming there's going to be sixty thousand people there. I keep forgetting COVID. <laughs> COVID is ruining yeah. our, our our stuff here. Maybe the the meh. okay. I'll worry about North Carolina. I'll I'll, I'll be yeah. with you on that one. Anybody yeah. else then, on that schedule? So I'm particularly worried about Virginia Tech. Uh, we do play in Blacksburg, I believe. That's correct. Um, but you know there might not be fans. But you know, even if we win one of those games, we always drop an easy game. So. We always find a way to lose to someone we have no business losing to. Who will that be this year? And please do not forget that sometime in late September, they're taking a trip to go face Michigan State. Well, I know Michigan State's not a great, great team, but it's still Michigan State. Hello? Am I losing him? Is he not hearing us right? Uh, I think we lost him momentarily. Hold on. Yeah, I think we lost him. Oh, I'm back. Oh, there you go. Yeah, we're having some in and outs yeah. with, your, with your conversation. So I'm going to hold you to this 10-2. and two. And, and I'm going to tell you, they're going to win eight games plus a bowl. That's what I'm yeah. going to tell you. Because I don't see them winning on the road against Michigan State. I don't see them winning on the road against Virginia Tech. And if they do win any of those two games on the road, they're better than I thought they were. Um, I sense that North Carolina could be an issue. And, brother, I would never in a million years ever sleep on Florida State. It's a rivalry game for a reason. There's a new coach. You don't know what's going to be injected in their in their veins as far as uh, wanting to beat Miami. God knows that you know they haven't been able to do it for three years. But before that, they did it to us time and time again. So it's it, that's a yeah. that's a series and a rivalry of ebb and flow. I I worry that it's an eight and four season. But we we have a lot of time to talk about that, Jordan. And I'm excited about getting you guys on. We have a meeting tomorrow. We're going to make our big announcements on Friday about what days, who goes when, where, and how. And we're excited to have you aboard with us, man. Yeah, I 
dude. I'm unbelievably excited. So thank you for giving us the opportunity and, uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be big. I can feel it. All right, man. Well, thanks for coming on with us. Uh, and again, we'll be talking again very soon. Jordan Nelson, you can catch his stuff on the four four fours up podcast. I'll get this right, Frank. <laughs> fours up podcast with Hurricanes Marsh. You can follow him on Twitter uh, at JR Nelson seventeen. And um, did I get that right? Correct. Yeah. All right. And now he's part of the Slam Radio family. There you go. Cool. Thanks, guys. See ya. Take care, brother. Bring a good energy, but they're also overly optimistic. I'm going to be that guy that's going to make them, they're going to hate me sometimes. Well, this is going to make them or break them because if they come, they're coming in optimistic. And if they come in and they, and all of a sudden Miami slaps everybody in the face and all of a sudden is who these guys are presenting, these guys are going to look like rock stars. But then it comes with the other side. If it doesn't so much happen, then we're like, oh, all right, back to the drawing board. Yeah, back to the drawing board. But no, I have confidence in him. I have confidence in this team. I love everything that Manny's been doing. I love the people that Manny has brought in. You know me that I'm not optimistic Canes fan though. You know I'm not optimistic Canes fan. You're sounding like one I'm right now. I'm not optimistic Canes fan though. You know that. You know that, Larry, that I'm not optimistic Canes fan. Mm-hmm. But I like the stuff that Manny's doing right now. Uh-huh. And I like the people that are put in place. And I like the fact that we're still getting top quality recruits, considering the fact that how Miami looked last year and how the coaching staff lost the team. We're still getting those recruits. So that means that these guys are seeing something different. Really, Frank? They're seeing something different? They're seeing something different. <laughs> they're seeing something different? Please, tell me what it is that's so different that they're seeing. <laughs> is that what it is? <laughs> Will you leave the cats alone? I oh, don't that's wanna... the FSU football team. I'm sorry. Oh, oh that was bad. Yeah, you... Uh... There you go. What kind of knockoff version of Don't Worry, Be Happy is this? Oh, my God. Hold on a minute. You talk bad about my Stevie B. I want to be the one? This is the Whalers and Bob Marley, brother. I don't know what you're talking well, the about. The beginning didn't sound like the real one. <laughs> you are funny. Sound like a Mickey Mouse version of it. Something <laughs> like they would play at the Magic Kingdom where UCF had the championship. Parade. This is Bob Marley and the Whalers. But I'm playing the song because that's what you sound like. Everything is good. 30 seconds. All right. <laughs> you might have to report it. <laughs> I went over. <laughs> Final segment of the program. Is the youth coming on today? I think so. Do they know they have guests that are going to be watching them? I don't think so. Is Amanda hosting today? I don't know. You're the one that has the schedule. Oh, no. I have to check the schedule. We'll be back on the other side. We'll talk about those cats on the other side. And round things up here. Good morning, amigos. Sirius XM 145, the one and only. Thank you. Slam Radio. Hey, look what I found. A radio. Radio. Slam Radio. Sirius XM channel 145. I get it. Your desk has been there for you. Holding up your computer, your unused stapler, and that plant you forgot to water. But maybe it's time to leave your desk and spend your lunch break volunteering with Meals on Wheels. Doing Meals on Wheels for me is the joy that I look for at the end of my week. I'll come to the door with one meal and I'll walk away with a full heart. Drop off a warm meal and get more than you expect. Volunteer at americaletsdolunch.org. That's americaletsdolunch.org. Brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Ad Council. Man, I love my kids so much. I once sat for three hours in the cold rain to watch her soccer team lose by 18 goals. I love my kids so much, I once used a tube to suck snot out of her stuffed nose at 3 a.m. 
You win. Love your kids? Love them enough to make sure they're in the right car seat. From toddlers to tweens, visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat to find the right seat for their age and size. Keep them safe. Visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Text and work. Text and pretend to work. Text and act surprised when someone calls you out for not working. Who, me? Text and whatever, just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. Good morning, amigos. Can you imagine it's like a congregation of big dogs. You have a Great Dane. You have a couple of pit bulls off to the side. You have some very, very big German shepherds. You know, just the bigger type of dogs. And they're hanging out, talking, slobbering over each other, doing what, what big dogs do. And a little chihuahua comes running through, barking at all of them. And the big dogs just look at each other, look down at the chihuahua, and they look at each other again like, is this dog for real? The chihuahua is UCF. Good morning, amigo. Weekdays, 7 to noon, only on Slam Radio Sirius XM 145. My mother was always very active and independent, and she was familiar with her neighborhood. But one day, she stopped at the stop sign for much longer than usual. She wasn't even really sure where she was at. It's important for you to talk to someone about it. I felt so much better after my son told me, Mom, we'll figure it out. When something feels different, it could be Alzheimer's. Now is the time to talk. Visit alz.org slash ourstories to learn more. A message from the Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council. There's no losing, only learning. There's no failure, only opportunities. And there's no problems, only solutions. So to me, what failure is, failure is the mother of all success. If it wasn't for Michael Jordan getting cut from his ninth grade basketball team, he wouldn't have became Michael Jordan. <laughs> you know, if it wasn't for, uh, I seen an, an article the other day where they were talking about Oprah Winfrey and how she got fired because she wasn't good for television. You know, you got people like Walt Disney who got fired, if I'm not mistaken, from a newspaper saying he had no imagination. So what do you tell him? You tell him, you know? You know that, that all they can do is learn and come back bigger, better, stronger, because all it's gonna do is lead you in the right direction. See, if you're always winning, then you don't really understand what it is to win. You, you gotta take those losses, you gotta take those hits. There's gotta be the valleys, the peaks, the ups, the downs, in order for you to, when it does happen, you go, wow, que rico. You know, this is what it's all about. And not only that, it's never about making it, guys. It's always about maintaining it. That's the toughest part. On behalf of all of us here at Slam Radio, we would like to thank you, Pitbull, for making this dream become a reality. What's up? This is Gronk, and you're listening to Slam Radio. Good morning to you. Get the hell up. You are listening to Good Morning Amigo on Sirius XM 145.
Vamos a seguir con los gaticos. Sigue con los gaticos. Está bien, bro. That's the one right there. That's the one. That's the one that's by my house. I recognize the meow. That's the one by my crib. That's the one. I'm glad you, you, you have fun with that. Too much fun. Can't help myself. <laughs> All right, so um, coming up next, the youth. So who... Bro, you're going to start with the cat. I'm going to throw this phone at you. Is what I'm gonna do. No, no, I'm unplugging. I'm unplugging. Uh -huh. I'm, lo I'm loading in the Zoom, uh, the Zoom right now. Okay. So are they there already or not? They're starting to log in now. Oh, they're starting to log in. How, yeah. how special. Let's see here. The youth schedule. Oh, Amanda is here today. All righty. So it's Amanda, Nicole, Brianna, Gerald, and Mario. Dream team right there, boy. That's it. That's the dream team. Dream team right there. So uh, they'll be coming at you from... 11 to noon right here on Slam Radio. Look, at we're, we're starting to get a lineup. By Friday, we will have a live lineup every day from 6, 7 a.m. to 2. Sounds awesome. Yeah. Sounds like a real radio station. Pretty cool, huh? Look at us. Look at us. Who would have thought? Big time. Not me. Big time. So I didn't tell you about the programming change. No, I was waiting for you to come across it, but since I... Then I just you forgot about it, so I decided. I didn't to forget it. about it. I conveniently shelved it. <laughs> all right, what is it? Um, so you know we're gonna launch all that right before Fourth of July. That whole week's gonna be really exciting, right? right. So starting that week on Fridays. <laughs> See you roll your eyes already. That's the good. day, the day that's supposed to be observed nationally. What day? Is, well, no, no. But starting that day and moving. Oh. Aha. Oh. Uh -huh. I didn't look at the calendar. Aha. Uh -huh. uh -huh. I didn't look at the calendar. Uh -huh. That's right. Look at this guy. We're not here that day. So what happened we? to that Friday? Because all of a sudden that Friday <laughs> didn't turn into such bad news to me. <laughs> that week we'll do it Thursday, but traditionally it'll be Friday. Right. Um, during my show. As we go into a weekend, mm -hmm. so on the days that we don't have a show Friday, <laughs> it'll be Thursdays, um, we are going to go back to something we used to do, and we're going to be really prolific at it, at least right now in the summer, where the, the sports are scant, and I think that we're going to make, we're, gonna, we're going to anti-quarantine your ass here on Slam Radio in the mornings. Anti-quarantine. Yeah, we're just going to mix live for like two or three hours at a time. Yikes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. In between fodder, little things, because as, as it stands, it's not football, that's fall. Basketball, that's one's basketball. Like seven weeks. Okay, that's end of July, right? Yeah. Baseball, probably never. We got to do something about our weekends, bro. Beaches are open. Things are what they are. People still want to have a party vibe, and we're going to give it to them. People want to have a party vibe because they're tired of being locked up indoors for the last three months. So we'll get renditions of unknown mixing. We're going to get you mixing. I'm going to mix live. That'll be my thing. I'll mix live. I'll mix live. I have no problem mixing live. You haven't mixed in a long time. 
that's what you think. You got a lot of catching up to do. I bro. do have a lot of catching up to do. Listen to you, Jesus. Hey, you have a lot of catching up to do, bro. You have destroyed my motivation because of how good you are. I've gotten that good. I'm pretty good. It works. Right? You don't think? It does. Been getting pretty good. I'm getting okay at that thing. You they got the call confidence mixing. to mix on like IG Live. Yeah, I think you've gone pretty damn good. Yeah, that's true. That does take some stones, doesn't it? Stones, yeah. That takes a little chutzpah. <laughs> <sighs> I um I miss being able to um sit back, watch a basketball game. Either enjoy it in the background or sit and intently watch it. Uh, I loved catching a ball game in the sixth inning, Frank, right? Whoa, look at this. Sixth inning, 3-2. We see what happens here. And just push and play. Catch the, and, and just catch the last three innings. I've been doing that to whatever throwback game they've been playing. And just I guess it's just out of habit. And so I just get zoned out and I'm like, ah, let me look. That doesn't work for me too much. doesn't work out. Uh-uh. We need some sports back. Why are these players missing the point? They were kids once upon a time. They were people that um, loved the sport they play. At some point, they loved it. They'll argue that they still do. But I just think if you really, really love it, there's some stuff that you can do that doesn't require money. Like, for all the criticism that recording artists and, and, and actors get, their lives and their livelihoods are on a standstill. Now, many of them have hefty bank accounts and can manage without working for a while, right? But at the end of the day, they're not earning. So if they get on a Zoom call or they do an interview or they do something for kids on Zoom during a quarantine, they're not asking for money in return from it. What, what am I missing here? Why are these players so short Sided. I constantly refer to their careers as their own small business. Anyone would reinvest in their own small business if it's been successful. If you're a Major League Baseball player on contract, you're earning and you're not losing money unless you have a wife or girlfriend that spends it all. It's very simple, guys. You play a kid's game and you make millions of dollars a year. CEOs of major corporations are the only people in the world that make that kind of money or real estate moguls. If you just approach it like a small business and you tell yourself, I'm going to bite the bullet for this one because next year I go back to making my $30 million. What the hell are you complaining about, guys? So every day, somehow it comes up because a lot of us are dying to get sports back. And I will not. I refuse to accept life as normal without sports. Not going to. Which is why I don't watch the replays. They are not of my interest. I don't care. Uh, I saw the Marlins game seven of the 97 World Series. I saw that a couple weeks ago. They played it. That's it. I saw part of that Florida game against Miami at the old girl where I came out on the field. That was great. That's it? That's all you've watched? I saw the uh, Miami FSU game. What was it? Wide right left? I'm sorry. Wide right one? I believe I caught the very last. I, I caught the missed kick. I don't, I don't like watching. I don't engage in that. It doesn't work for me, sir. 
I would rather watch my son play video games. Yeah, that's the other thing. Like, they have the eSports playing. I don't want to watch anybody else play video games. I do. Yeah, I'd rather... I, son. No, I'd rather watch someone playing video games. I'm going to tell you why. Because you don't know the outcome. That's true, I guess. If I watch Game 7 of the 2017 World Series, I, or whatever, 2015, I know who the outcome is. So what's the purpose of watching that? There are some movies that are really, really good that you'll watch again and again. But those are few and far between. Few and far between. Come on now. I don't know, man. I'll just throw it out there like that. I said what I had to say. We need sports. It's a society that loves sports. Society that functions around sports. We need sports. I'll keep screwing around on the air and having fun and making fun of people. And Boy, we're going to have a field day of stuff to talk about before the election. It's a shame I don't talk politics on the air. So how are we going to have a field day if you don't talk politics? I just, great. Welcome to the show. That's what I just said. Oh, okay. I'm just, I'm just saying, so how are you going to have a field day if you don't talk politics? My, what I said that you didn't hear was, should be fun considering I don't talk politics oh, on the show. I, I <laughs> Never mind. Two different pages here. No, you just crossed. Like yeah, I, I said I one thing, you said something else, and <laughs> we crossed in the wind. And <laughs> It's a phenomenal. <laughs> That's great. <sighs> Did you hear this report from Bleacher Report? Kyrie Irving proposed in a group chat with Nets that players could start their own league. Come on, man. Bro, dude, you're not playing this year. Just sit down and shut up. Nobody wants to not play with either. Come on, just shut up. Sit down and shut up. Some guy from the Brooklyn Nets responded saying that it wasn't true. Some Chris Chioza. Flash. I guess he plays for them. He goes, y'all just making bleep up, up about my guy now. Cut the cap. Y'all really getting annoying. When Bleacher Report reports something, though, I'm not. I don't know. Whatever. Pretty wild. All right. Coming up next, the youth. Is Amanda there? Amanda's here. Hi, Amanda. Well, hold on. I don't have her plugged in. Hi. You know, today you're the one person I don't like. Why? Because I got to build your stupid bed now when I get home. <laughs> Sleep on the floor, would you? I don't have to go spend my hard-earned money on your bed. Now I got to build it, too? Next thing you know, you're going to ask me for a new mattress. Come on. Enough is enough. This is crazy. You're costing me. By the way, the 15th came and went. Where's my rent money? (laughs) (laughs) You know who's getting annoyed with that joke, Frank? Zuli? Yeah, of course. (laughs) Tough tooties for you. How did I guess? (laughs) If you don't like it. Yeah. You don't like a tough tooties. <laughs> Coming up next, the greatest show on Slam Radio. Mine sucks compared to this one because these are some innovative teenagers that get together every day right before lunch and tell you about the world the way 
it ought to be told from the perspective of the youth. Coming up next, the youth. Before they can come on, I got to go, so uh, I'm off like a dirty shirt. See ya. The views and opinions expressed on Good Morning Amigo are entirely those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of Slam Radio.